Welcome to Clicks Off. Alright guys, welcome to episode 2 of Clicks Off. This is Vanilla Thunder, joined again by Lotus Guard, our new permanent host, Lives by the Sword. Jay, say hello to the nice people. Going on, people out there? Alrighty, and then we got Jason Alvey with his Dark Jedi 21. He's our special guest host this week. Uh, Jason, you got a, a rock coming up that you're judging, right? That's right. Uh, at, on uh, May 16th at Big Bang Toys, Comics, and Games in uh, Owensboro, Kentucky, we have our third Super Q coming up. Uh, registration starts at 9 a.m. The event starts at 10.30 a.m. It's 300 modern age, $25 to play. Uh, you can pre-register on buybigbang.com. Uh, if you pre-register, you're getting a drawing for a special prize. We're going to have that day. Um, and the, uh, besides the yeah, rock prizes that you normally get, we're adding in Connellys, Shumas, a Necron, and a case of Avengers Assemble if we get enough people to come play. Nice. All right, so you guys are kind of like the epicenter of Heroclix in the Midwest, definitely in Kentucky. So tell us about your venue. How many people can you hold there? Uh, we could probably hold 100 people, I think, uh, with the right table set up. Shouldn't be a problem. All right, yeah, cool. I've, I've been there for... Uh, Big Bang, uh, Rock about a year ago I was at. You guys had a pretty nice venue. There's a lot of food around there. Yeah, we have a nice location. There's a lot, there's plenty of places to eat right across the parking lot. Yeah, I'm a fatty. That's important to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, How long have you been playing here at Blink's Uh Since 2007, I started with Legion of Superheroes starter set. Very nice. How many rocks have you judged? <clears throat> I, had, I have judged uh, two Super Qs and a uh, campaign event. And this will be my third Super Q coming up. Okay. So you got a lot of judging experience under your belt? Yeah, I've been judging Heroclix for about uh, five years now. Very nice. All right, would you rather wrestle an alligator or run with the bulls on a pair of rollerblades? Oh, uh, <laughs> alligator, I think. <laughs> got to be easier. Hell no. I, I, can't, I can't roller skate for shit. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so do you prefer to play or do you prefer to judge these events? I, have, I, would, I like judging, but I would rather play. I have a, I have a, I have a lot of fun playing. Oh yeah, people are great. All right, so what's your favorite HeroClix figure of all time? My favorite of all time, uh, Iron Pharaoh. Before he I got was, nerfed. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pre nerf. He was on everybody's shit wagon for the longest time. Yeah, but I loved him. <laughs> I even had that. I even had that awesome custom Golden Falcon. Tweet tweet, bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, right, so who is the sexiest clicks player you've ever personally met? <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good question. Uh, that could be a tie between uh, between uh, you two, Dave and Drew. I, think. Uh, yeah. uh, I am pretty sexy. Yeah, we're the, yeah. We're the pinnacles of manliness. So. <laughs> Alright, so what goes through your head whenever you're judging and somebody tells you that, that your call is wrong? Oh well, I, I mean, I, try, I strive to like get all the rulings as best as I can, but um, I feel bad if I get something wrong like that. But I'm, you know, I got I'm confident in myself that I'm right most of the time. So. Oh, yeah, no, I'm saying when would you would you like give a judge and they're like, no, you're wrong, like more out of spite than out of fact. Uh, well, I'm just like I'm right. Deal with it. <laughs> Say, <laughs> Drew, we actually uh, had a discussion before the second Big Bang Rock. I told Jason that he should walk around with the Mandarin rings on his hand, and any time somebody, like, questioned his ruling, he could just, like, backhand them across the face <laughs> and, like, leave Mandarin ring imprints on them. Oh, that'd be great. At, 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 Big, at Big Bang Rock, too, I, 
I walked around with a, with a badge that said, I am the law. So. <laughs> Dude, funny, you couldn't do the powering thing because Luke would have gone and he would just would have questioned every rule. <laughs> Tried to snatch one off. No, I didn't burn that one yet. <laughs> he been like, He's like, you're wrong, Jason. <laughs> Hit me again, please. <laughs> Power play it. <laughs> I, I'm of the opinion that if the, if the head judge is the final say, wrong or right at the event, whether it be I'm the head judge or somebody else is. Absolutely. That's just the way it is. We're all human. Sometimes we get it wrong. It's just, right. you know. All right. So for your super qualifier, we had a trial rock in Illinois at Fox Comics and Games. Daniel Powell won that with a team of Kyle Rayner, Brother Voodoo. had a boxing glove on Kyle Rayner, green power battery with the ring, sniper rifle, and shield and scissors. Total came to two ninety nine. Uh, so congratulations to Daniel for that one. He's going to what, – what's the prize for that? Uh, he gets free entry into the uh, Big Bang Super Qualifier on May 16th. Oh, very nice, very nice. Right. Second place at that event was Emma Lewis, the Hellfire Club team base. Very surprising. There were, uh, I, I rechecked the results, there were three full Green Lantern power batteries, and she made it to the finals, which is thoroughly she impressive for me. <laughs> I mean, she may have. I don't know. I don't. I didn't get the play-by-play. If she beat but... two of them, that's impressive. Right. I think she'd be at least one. In the top, that's in still the top impressive. Four. Yeah. yeah. The team yeah. base be the green power battery. If, if that's what happens, she's a beast. Because Hellfire Club isn't very mobile anyway. So if she beat <clears throat> one of them, that's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, she needs to make sure to come out for the Super Q. Definitely could uh, make your name out there in the mecca of hero clicks. Uh, speaking of rocks, we had our Florida Rock a couple weeks ago. Uh, that one was won by Phil Isaacson Jr. Congrats, Phil. He won with Super Scroll, Black Hand on Super Scroll. Uh, Lydia Malore with a decoy catapult on the orange lantern battery. And Monster Theme Team with a black lantern ATA. So congrats to Phil. Uh, second place at the Florida event was Justino. He had Sharice, Atomica, Bizarro, Green Arrow with Parallax, a power plant, full. And that came out to 300 points. It was a valiant effort, sir. So congrats to both of you guys for top two. Uh, and we had Nationals a couple weeks ago as well. Uh, that winner was, of course, Kenny Pena. He's making a name for himself on the scene. Uh, he had Dupe with, we're assuming, Entity. Gluttony with Proslite and Split Lip with a full book of the skulls. And he beat second place uh, Derek Thompson, who had the zombie team base, Super Scroll, Scroll, Magneto, Doc Ock, Electro, and Mole Man. Right, so those are our three most recent meta tournaments. What are we, what are we thinking about these, these non-killable teams seem to be becoming more and more popular? Well... Um, I personally think that it's just a flash in the pan. Now that it's out there, the tech will come out and people will be ready for it. I think it just caught everybody off guard at one time. Mm-hmm. I don't expect to see it around in another <clears throat> couple of months. I mean, I hope not, man. I hate point denial. That's like the most annoying thing in the game for me. Yeah, it's definitely not fun to play against. I, I, I'd be happy to see it go away. I, th- I think right. uh, Orange Power Battery is going to prove to be uh, more popular when it's all said and done. Uh, you can't use this power teams. You can't kill me teams. Well, I definitely hope so, because point denial is the thing I hate the most in the whole game. All right, so speaking of Nationals, Nationals changed the whole game this year, and there's a lot of feelings going on about it, so we're going to bring that up. This year, Nationals was held not at a convention, not at its own event, inside a comic book store where all the qualifiers for Nationals were sealed. There was no constructed qualifier to get into a constructed tournament. Uh, so, so what, what do you guys think about that? Is that a smart move, or was that bogus and they need to fix it? About it? Well, uh, I think it was kind of bogus. I was looking forward to going this year until I found out that it was not at 
origins of where it normally is. And yeah, that it, I, I thought we lived in the middle of nowhere. That, I don't know where that's at. Where it was that? It was in Baltimore. Maryland? Yeah, it was in Baltimore. Glenn, I think it was in Glen Burnie, which is near Baltimore. Yeah. Which is, I mean, like, Ohio at least is in, like, the middle of a lot of different states. You know, so, you know, you could, like, live in Minnesota or anywhere, and it's not, like, super crazy to get to Ohio. But, like, Maryland's kind of, like, up in the northeast corner of the country. It's, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely way up there. They hurt themselves on location. Because a lot of Clicks players are from the Midwest, West, that that type of thing. And Ohio's way, definitely way closer to the middle of the country than going to basically New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... It's a lot easier and affordable for somebody like me to go to Ohio than it is to, like, go to Maryland. Right. Well, I mean, there's a lot of East Coast players, too. I think they had, like, 156 players in that first qualifier. So I don't think you can really uh, dog their attendance, you know. There oh, no, are a lot I'm, of people there. I'm not trying to dog their attendance. It's just it seems like it seems counterproductive to me to move it further into one specific region of the country than, like, if they'd have moved it to Kansas, I would have at least seen the logic. Like, well, they're dead in the middle of the country. I think I think this is the same venue that held Clixathon the last two years, so they were used to <clears throat> large event that's kind of scale there. Possibly. Hmm. They have a point there. I'm pretty sure. I, I have to agree, though, that, that sealed qualifiers are bogus. I really don't, I really don't care anything yeah, for sealed qualifiers for a constructed event. I don't necessarily no. mind the half and half, like half constructed, half sealed, but a full seal for a constructed event just seems silly. Yeah, I, luckily I just, Brawl plays too much in it. Yeah, I just think if you're going to have a sealed event, or I'm sorry, a constructed event, that you need to have constructed qualifiers. Because, I mean, like a lot of the people who are players that go to the conventions, they're used to having, like, their qualifier teams. You know? Right, and, and then, then their real their, team. And then yeah. their real team that they play once they get far enough. I mean, so it's like, you know, George Massey was, like, playing Bizarro with a Book of the Skull last year to qualify and got in, you know, and got in and then played his real team. But it's like, with the Sealed, I mean, you could sit there and travel there and get crap pools for two days and just get completely screwed out. And you may be a really great player with Constructed. You may have a team that's ready to, you know, kick ass in the finals, and you never get there. Yeah, you just drove eight hours to get put out for bad luck. Right. It just seems counterintuitive to the idea of the game to me. Yeah, and if I'm going to spend money to come to, you know, a convention or, you know, a big tournament like that, I'm going to want to have my fate in my own hands. You know what right. I mean? Agreed, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And then you got to also remember, if it's at a convention, if in the event that it is all sealed and you do get crap packs and lose out, there's still other things to do. You flew out there or you drove out there, but there's still other things to do. If you just go to, like, the middle of nowhere in a store and get crap packs, then you just have to go back home. That's, right. That's like, when it, was at, when it was at Origins, if I, like, like I lost out every time I, I tried to play those <clears throat> in, like, the first first two or three rounds. just bad luck or bad moves. But I was at a con. There's still other stuff I could do. I can go places and hang out with my friends and go see panels. And you got to at a comic book store, you're just hanging for two days for nothing. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean it's uh, it's it's just frustrating. Yeah, for sure. Well, they was, they did run battle royals like they did in every other nationals previously. I just I don't know if I would like go to one and be like try to qualify for nationals and pull crap 
And then they're like, hey, even though you didn't qualify, we still have all these other sealed events that you can run, right. that you can play <laughs> in. It's like, no, I think I've had enough. <laughs> like, that seal didn't events. work out for you. Try this seal. That'll make it <laughs> much better. Right? Like, yeah, I'd just be mad if I pulled, like, a ragdoll and I'm running up against somebody with a case. Number three, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of Casey Flash, he might not be a problem too much longer. Uh, our friend Jay here, he's got some ideas about the, the direction the hypersonic speed's taking. What do you want to say on that one? Oh, well, I, I feel like it's slowly, slowly becoming obsolete. It's not happening all at once, but in a couple of sets, we're going to see it being more of a hindrance to play it than it is for the positive. Especially in, like, you know I mean, no tactics, of course, is still good because there's no ways to stop it, but we're in tactic season right now. And there's like multiple ways to stop it at every turn. And it's not really worth the risk of playing it. You got orange battery, you got that gives plasticity and can t- turn it off. You know, you might lose Matt, all the good speedsters just can't go over water because that's the popular fuck you map is the water map. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know, you know, or, or elevate it. You might not be able to know or elevate it like a, like uh like a lot of the flashes that need to get speed tokens on them before they become good. You know, it's just too much going against it to want to play it, unless you're playing Casey Flash, of course. He's like, he's the only one. So, so basically, hypersonic speed is the new stealth? The new stealth. Yeah, stealth, stealth's like the most <laughs> useless move of power in the game right now. I mean, it used to be good, but then it was too oh, good, yeah. and then they came out with multiple sets with Avengers Initiative, Team Ability, Improved Targeting. You know, everybody has Improved Targeting. Yeah, everybody's Spotlight. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with uh, hypersonic speed. Everybody can get plasticity. It's on a lot of low-costing characters that are really good. You know, like a 25-point Atomica Pog has plasticity. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or you can just give somebody a 25-point proselyte. Yep. Oh, yeah, more... yeah. <laughs> or what, eight-point stop sign? Forever. Yeah, I just played a guy recently that just put a stop sign on Kyle Rayner just so he can be able to get away. So Right, and then... You know, uh... just, uh, Orange battery plasticity. Yeah, yeah it, grants, it grants plasticity. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's just everywhere. Like personally, my next rock team has the potential to have three characters with plasticity uh, because I don't want you. Flashes, guys, David's hunger. Yeah, because he's not getting away. <laughs> he's not gonna get an attack off. All right. the whole, The whole point of that team is if you come in here, you're not getting away. I'm gonna get me some. <clears throat> What do you think about uh, the hypersonic changes? Um, I, I see the point. Uh, Forever Gone, our days of Miss Marvel, scroll Miss Marvel flying around with heavies hiding in the bushes and shape changing away. It's that it's a thing of the past. Improved targeting. I didn't it launch in like the Iron Man set officially. It technically yes. existed before that, but Iron Man was the first set that had any. And it's so oversaturated to the point now that stealth is like useless. There's no point. You gotta, you can't have a stealth team anymore. You have to have a you can't target me period team. Plus, we just got a whole lot of Avengers Initiative pieces that just came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Avengers Assembled is about to drop, so we're gonna get even more. Fun. Uh, yeah, it's stealth. Stealth is basically useless. And then uh, uh what, DC's, Go ahead. And then DC's coming out with their Superman Wonder Woman set, right? So yeah, so they're yeah. gonna have. Stealth busting. So I mean, like, yeah, I mean, hypersonics just is is not. There's so many high point figures that have hypersonic speed. Hypersonic but they have speed no, is such an expensive power. It is, and, and there's and most of them have no improved movement. 
Right, and there's so much stuff that stops it now. I mean, KC Flash is your one exception because he can fly. And then you have Speed Demon and Wizard, you know, but like you said, with the, with the increase of just all yeah, the like, plasticity. Yeah, I played just... uh, I played a game against Blueberry Blizzard and rolled up on the uh, Absorbing Man Titania Duo. <laughs> I just rolled up there and stood there, and he just beat me with heavy objects. And that was, that all right. Well, I remember back in the day when hypersonic speed was, like, unstoppable, and now it's kind of useful sometimes. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, it really has to be paired with range, it seems, to be really effective anymore. Yeah, yeah the last time I, I effectively used hypersonic speed and didn't get countered out of the game was when I played uh, Rob Foppy. I played him, and uh, he had two GCPD police cars, and I had the 300-point Superman from the Superman set. Right. And I mean, it's like, um, let's say you run, you know, a KC Flash with a sniper rifle. Well, yeah, he can shoot out five squares now, but he's not getting any, what, speed tokens are from close combat attacks, correct? They're from hitting. Yeah, they're from close combat. Yeah, they're from close combat attacks. So if you throw a sniper rifle on KC Flash to avoid the plasticity, you're not getting that outwit between or that second attack for free. Or anything like that. You're just you're, you're getting your one shot for three damage. Is that correct? Yep, you got three. Yeah. So so you're getting your one shot for three, which I mean is not terrible. But if I'm paying 175 or 195 95. points for a fig, I want more than three damage coming down at them. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I mean, it's there's just too much against it right now. Then you also got to remember. So we just said stealth was kind of nerfed, but all the figures that have hypersonic, out of all the figures that have hypersonic, the only person who sees through hindering is Superman, who has both. He, he can stealth bust and has hypersonic himself. He's the only right. one. Right. So and I if mean, you have like a turtle in the, in the bushes, you can't even range, you can't even like put a sniper rifle on KT Flash and shoot because he can't see through stealth. Right. And how many of the characters that have hypersonic speed have ignore characters? I know Wizard does, correct? Wizard does. I think he's the only yeah. one. All right. Uh, Speed Demon also ignores characters. Wizard and Speed Demon. Okay, so those two are the only hypersonic sure pieces. Characters? Yes. Yeah, he he played Speed Demon for like three straight rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are the top two echelon hypersonic speed characters, though. Everybody else. Well, at least for their point value, because they get, they get a lot done for, for their point value, where he's like, Casey Flash is really good, but he's also, you know, two thirds of your team. If you're playing a competitive 300-point modern age tournament. Right, and you probably have Turtle in there because you're kind of Because Because you're a jerk. Dave, <laughs> <laughs> you got some kind of feelings about Turtle, don't you, buddy? I have some extremely mad hate for Turtle, but we're, <laughs> we will get to that. <laughs> I mean, it's coming up, so we might as well just segue on into that. So oh, We can normally, do that. Normally, I would ask what piece... Did you want to see removed from the game right here, Dave? But I feel like we have a good idea. So, why don't you explain to me why you hate Turtle so much? I hate Turtle because other than he's just a little green turd that sits on the map and doesn't do anything <laughs> other than freaking slow people down, he just is bad for the game, man, because you can't move more than four squares without taking, like, essentially a double power action or pushing or taking a penetrating damage. I mean, the game's already slow enough with all these 
like, you know, we've had this discussion with the entities where you have to pick a power before the game. You have all these pick a power pieces like Engineer and Batman and Super Scroll. And then you got things like Resurrection Man, where you got to freaking roll a D6 or, you know, the D20 or whatever, whenever he comes out. And it's just like there's so many things that are slowing down the process of the game. And then you got this little asshole who sits on the map and slows it down even more. <laughs> and he just, like, you can't get, I mean, there's another thing you're talking about, Death of Hypersonic Speed, because you can't even run up and punch that little piece of crap in the mouth without getting stuck there next to him and then taking some freaking tokens for your trouble. Yep. I mean, there are already people who are slow as crap, and then this guy makes it even worse. So people who actually want to play a fast, aggressive style like me have to freaking tolerate just his little green ass sitting there and taunting you. And I just, I don't know, I hate him. Fucking hate him. I, I do. I, I really wish that there was like a rule where I could take a hammer and smash someone's turtle across the table whenever they sit down. That's an ATA we should make. Just smash your turtle ATA. There's no theme team required. Person sits down across from you, you just smash their turtle and throw a random 50-point piece at them. That'd be great. I mean, Uh. that turtle I despise, and I also hate copycat. Because it's like, I can't think of 90 points to put on my build, so I'm just going to take your 90 points because you're smarter than me. (laughs) (laughs) Is essentially what it comes down to. I mean, it's just... Now, you know, I was the guy who was like, oh, copycat's not going to do anything in the No Tactics meta because everybody's playing Kyle Rayner and they're going to have a nurse. Well, I mean, the one freaking No Tactics rock that I went to, copycat made, like, top 16, top 8. Oh, God. And I was just like, what is she doing here? She's, this is not where you belong, copycat. <laughs> the bottom of the pile. Right? Get back over the... I seriously thought, with all the Kyle Rainers running rampant, that, like, they'd just be like, oh, we'll switch to a nurse and copy regen. Oh, oh it sucks to be you, copycat. Now Kyle Rainer's going to kill you. But, like, he did really well with it, the guy who ran it. But, I mean, I just turtle and copycat, because it's like, learn how to play the damn game. Exactly. Stop using your stupid gimmicks. I mean, like, Lydia Malor, I sort of hate, but at the same time, she has a huge strategic advantage. She's amazing. You know, she's not just cheap. She's taking stuff from me. That sucks, but I mean, she's not taking my piece. On the other side of the coin, she has a strategic disadvantage because she's there to take relics away, and if you don't have a relic on the (laughs) character's team, she's just points on the squad. Right, right. So, I mean, all right, those those are my two that I just despise with every fiber of my being. If If you could remove any piece from the game, who would it be and why? So, I've had a couple of days to think about this, about a week. (laughs) <laughs> um, I have to it's, this is a two part answer it's a now answer and a potentially after our next rock answer okay oh. the now intriguing answer, yeah, the now answer is all the crutch pieces I bundle them into one so any anytime you see somebody with a Kyle Rayner or Super Scroll or any of those pieces that the autoplay pieces yeah just they be like on the map they play themselves like you <laughs> you, look at, you look at the rock, the rock registration, and somebody's like, "Oh, I didn't play War of Light. Does anybody have a Kyle Rayner I can borrow?" That guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> those pieces, those need to go. But with the new upward trend of the of the invincible t- invincible pieces 
those might be the new crutch pieces. I don't know yet. But if in the event that the next rock and we see like 30 out of 70 people are playing Duke, Absorbing Man, and Gluttony, those have to go. Those are the new have-to-go pieces. Right. I mean, those those are annoying, man, freaking. But I swear to God, if and I'm telling everybody that's listening to this, if you start playing Duke, Gluttony, I'm going to start playing Cheshire Speed Demon every tournament and just giving you so much passive damage that your freaking head explodes. <laughs> Dave doesn't care about winning. He cares about teaching lessons. Exactly. He's here to educate you on how to properly play the yeah, game. I just, I just like, my favorite thing about the game is creativity. That's why I, I try so hard to go outside the box to come up with unique teams that no one will see coming that are effective against everything. And I hate it when people just take the easy way out. Like, oh, I'm just going to play this because I saw somebody else play it and win. Those pieces <laughs> need to go. I see people play your teams so often. It's actually nuts. Like every yeah, time my I, get played and nobody gives me credit for them, but that's fine. I I, I don't. I just like, take it as flattery. I see like three three of the same team in the top eight somewhere, and I'll be like, "Well, Jay played that like two years ago." <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it must yeah. be doing all right for itself. So. <laughs> right. Like team credit is weird in clicks because like somebody will play it and they'll have the opportunity to play it first. But it's like, you can't tell me there weren't like 5,000 people that looked on the realms the second Bizarro came out and were like, oh, Bizarro Infinity Gauntlet. It's like, That's nobody, true. <laughs> but, nobody originated that. That was like just no. a thought that everyone had. Yeah. But there's some there's some stuff that like when I see it, I know it's like off the wall and it, somebody thought of that. Exactly. Like, but In my last ride, I played that Rainbow Raider Captain Marvel team. And I don't, I don't take team credit because I don't team build. I can't team build. That's why I lose rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I top aided and it never got no further. That's fine. But everybody's like, "Yeah, man, that team is great." And I'm like, "You need to go talk to Jason. Jason's the one who made this team." Right. Jason made this. Team. I had nothing to do with this. I just play it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like a second body. Basically, if I win, he won by proxy. Right. Ha <laughs> He's like, I got two entries. <laughs> Uh, all right, Jason, what is the one piece you want to see gone from the game? Uh, my most hated piece right now has to be Resurrection Man. Resurrection Man? I hate Resurrection Man. <laughs> you can throw him into those uh, no-dying teams. The no-dying yeah, well, pieces, you can throw him in over here. Yeah, that's true. That's true with it. He's got this wall of text on his card, and you have to roll this D20 like four times, and you got to keep track of what powers he's got. And then he goes off the board on his on his countdown clicks, and he comes back, and you got to roll the D20 again. And he's a huge time waster. Last action. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm at Gen Con this, this past year in, in the Team Worlds, right, and I get in the constructed top portion of it, and I get sitting against a guy in the first round. He didn't bring his team with him. He bring he, you know, he had a, an, um, an illegal team. So people let him borrow a team. And what did they give him? Resurrection Man and Absorbing Man. With oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. So this guy has no idea how to play him. <laughs> we sit down. And he has to figure it out on the spot. It's like, ah, it's like, time, is, time is ticking away. round <laughs> two. Oh. oh, my God. I hate that figure. <laughs> he he's pretty bad, especially with slow people playing him. It's it's terrible. Oh I mean, man, it's enough to make you freak the fuck out, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just stupid, man. I mean, because if you average five minutes per turn in a fifty minute match, what you're each getting ten turns? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just 
So, you know, this yeah. guy's got to roll for five minutes to figure out what the hell he wants before you can even really start doing anything. So, like, you're automatically yeah. down to this many turns, and then... It's stupid. I just want to take the D20 and hit somebody in the face with it. <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot with players that, that don't see a lot of unique stuff. Like, if you get players that are used to seeing the same meta cheese over and over, and then they sit down and you have something unique, like, oh, nobody in my venue plays this. What does it do? And then they have to read your cards every time you go to attack. Right. Yeah. Like every yeah. time it's your turn, you're like, what did they do? Can I read that? Like, ah, oh, it's not their fault, but damn it. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You're wasting time. I should be killing you right you're like, now. You've played this game before, right? God. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if I run into Resurrection, man, I'd be like, listen, dude, you better roll that D20 fast or I'm going to gouge your, <laughs> I'm gonna gouge your <laughs> eyeball out and shove it where your eyeball should be. You're going to implement the Dave Gossman shot clock. Uh, right, so exactly. <laughs> you got about 35 seconds. You have to, like, make sure that your team is able to kill them in, like, two turns. If you if your team is complicated and they just can't comprehend it, just make it, like, super offensive base and they die within two turns. That way it doesn't matter. <laughs> Even for right. 20 minutes to like read everything, they still did. They're still dead. I mean, it's not a bad tactic. <laughs> I, man, one rock. I got the judge called on me every single round, every round. For what? They just did. Huh? For what? For midnight suns. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Every round somebody oh, called shit. the judge on me, except for Terry. Terry. Terry Terman. He was the only one who didn't call the judge because he he knew. I didn't. Oh, yeah, you didn't either. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't yeah. care. I was like, let's fight up close. <laughs> like, blood man. my opponents. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So that's definitely one of those one of those strategies there, Jason, that you make that, uh, that makes people freak the fuck out. <laughs> so I remember after that, after that team debuted at our local venue, I had to deal with it from uh, Mr. Mr. Blizzard. He's our, he's our team ganker. Oh. Senior Blueberry Blizzard. Mr. Blueberry Blizzard, he's our team snatcher, <laughs> so at the old fights. Local net decker. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's proud of it too. That's the funny part. He'll like, he'll get on the Facebook groups that we're we're usually in and talk about how awesome net decking is and why everybody should do it. I'm netting the shit out of that deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's enough to make me flip the fuck out. So which brings me to the next topic. Nate, what's the most epic freak out you've ever seen at the table because a game like this is sure to have some awesome <laughs> oh man oh i wish i well, hadn't I think, drank so much now to tell this story i think we share the same story here we do uh, i think all three dude. i'm the only one that's different <laughs> it was like a nuclear meltdown dude like you you go you know like i don't know vesuvius chernobyl and then this. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty epic meltdown. <laughs> so, <clears throat> it's the first Big Bang Rock in Owensboro, Kentucky. And we had like 67 people. So, and, and this is the worst part. is This guy's my friend. His name's Jameson. And he makes like, he's a 5 and, was he 5 and 0, oh, Jason? He was 5 and 0. Oh. Five and zero, undefeated. The only other player five and zero in the tournament was Patrick Yafko. <laughs> yeah, you know the world freaking champion. Oh, so, yeah, the undefeatable. Who's he got? Eh, anyway, but um, so basically, 
he's five and zero. He's playing two hundred fifty point Bizarro with the Infinity Gauntlet, and he runs into another local player in the top sixteen named Kyle Cooney, and he's playing DC Ten Catwoman, Iron Pharaoh with the Infinity Belt, and Lydia Malor. So basically, I hate resources versus one man army with resource. So immediately, you know, he steals the soul gem. So there's no healing. Your Infinity Gauntlet's not complete anymore. So all of a sudden, you're counterable to an Iron Pharaoh that has outwit. And if Catwoman gets within six squares, you have no Infinity Gauntlet powers whatsoever. You can't even roll for it after you do anything. So he just gets a terrible matchup. I mean, the worst matchup possible for him. Like, he could have done well against anything else in that tournament except that team. So he gets top 16. And loses in pretty quick. I mean, they were only halfway through whenever it happened. And um, oh, at the table, looking over, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> what the? What is that guy doing? So like, he gets pissed, like this highly upset about it. Man, he's like, gets up and like, hears chairs scoot like halfway across the damn store. Whenever he gets up, and he's like cussing and mad, and like rips up his freaking army builder sheet and just like throws it in the trash and is like just throwing the biggest fit ever and it's like dude you just went 5-0 and until the top 16 you're still gonna get something cool in prizes and you're just like he's like flipping dude it was crazy <laughs> like everybody in the store there were I mean this is a big comic book store man they got toys and games and everything and like the tournament's in the back. Well, there's, like, people up front, like, looking in the back of the store, like, what the hell is that dude doing? You know, it was it was pretty freaking nuts. Losing his yeah. shit. Yeah, he was, he was totally flipping. It, it, it was full-on toddler meltdown right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never seen him again, though. That was, like, the first rock that we've done, like, a couple over there at Big Bang, and I've never yeah. seen him again. Just, yeah, he, he, he didn't come back. He didn't come back for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! See, every time I hear that story, it reminds Jason or Jay. It reminds me of all those stories about Bryce from Dragon's Horn. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that I, that one's worth mentioning. Actually, that was pretty funny. We had this kid. He was playing. He was he was pretty young. I, I guess about fifteen. It was like right when I first started playing, so I was a super noob. Like it was right around like Secret Invasion. Super and, noob. Uh, it was like Secret Invasion, Arkham Asylum, Hammer Thor time, and he. He only showed up on weeks where we had really big, really big games, so six, seven hundred points. And he would always play like Thor and Loki, and like just ridiculous over overpower pieces. And he plays his guy, and he never played against a team that had multiple outwits and multiples of support power. So all his pieces had outwit, all his pieces had perplex. And every time it was his turn, he would just outwit all of Thor Loki's powers, outwit all his characters' powers, and just shoot him up with like psychic blast. And he, he didn't understand why he was getting killed because he was, you know, 14 <laughs> or 15. He was like, how is this happening? I don't understand. <laughs> and then he started crying. It was it was pretty funny. <laughs> you like making children cry? <laughs> Jason makes children cry. Until <laughs> I, was I was a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even remember that green was charged on speed. <laughs> oh, man. I remember being at green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I didn't start. I didn't start till Infinity Gauntlet. I started yeah. at Web of Spider Man. What? Okay. I mean, 
That's not as new as me, but... It's, it's pretty new in the grand scheme of clicks. I'll be like, so when did you start? And then I'll be like, man, Infinity Gauntlet, balls. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Or like, yeah. Infinity, Infinity Charge, whatever, the first, very first Oh, no, no. I mean, like, Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet Charge. month one was when I started playing the game. Yeah, I was on hiatus. I was on my, uh, I'm broke as shit and I can't play any games hiatus. I, I got stomped so bad that tournament. I bet. I was, like, my favorite piece that I was playing that tournament was, like, 80-point freaking DC 75th Green Arrow. <laughs> like, do, do, you re- do you remember when Clicks was, you just played the people that you liked? Yeah. Yeah, my first, my favorite piece yeah. was um, Crisis Nightwing at the time. I played him all the time. Exactly. I, I kind of, like, I love playing competitive. But there are pieces I play in competitive where I'm like, I don't know who the hell this is. Yeah. But, like, I miss, the, I miss the days when, I mean, my first tournament was flat. I played Flash, Hot Girl, Green Arrow, and, like, Cave Carson from Brave and the Bold. <laughs> and, like, I loved that team. Oh, and I played Dick Grayson, DC 75th Batman. And it was just, like, there was something different about playing the game whenever you were playing the characters that you actually love. And, I mean, like, I don't want to go purity of the game on everybody, but it's, it's just different because <laughs> I, I didn't mind losing because it's like, I still love you, hot girl. You're still awesome. Right. <laughs> I think we lose sight of that a lot of times, you know, with all the craziness that goes on in HeroClix nowadays. Right? <laughs> yeah, competitive play is way more important than it was. It's not even necessarily that it is more important than it was. It's we care about that more now. And it's, it's a little more, it's easier to get your hands on now, like the rock tournaments, you know, becoming more popular and more frequent, you know? Yeah. Like, my friend Adrian, he's just getting into the game, and it's, it's such a struggle for him, because everybody's trying to, like, play these super competitive levels, even at local venues, and he just wants to play Thunderbolts and have fun. Right. <laughs> and he gets his fucking beard blasted off every week. <laughs> but I'm always, I'm a... I always believe that the worse, the worse the beating is, the better you turn out later. It doesn't yeah. seem like yeah. you're getting crushed and you didn't even get one attack in, but that just means your positioning was bad. So next game you'll try better to position your pieces so that you don't get face rate as soon as you step past the halfway mark of the map, you know. Yeah, and then it's like then clicks, next, it's like clicks dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like I said, everybody got to take those beatings. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, you, you have to lose to learn. Yeah. yeah. You know, me and Jay. We had an apartment together there for, like, a couple years. And uh, <laughs> Clicks Dungeon was just three games of Clicks every day, and I had to get my face beat off. <laughs> and uh, it was it was so bad, man. There's, like, local jokes about how bad I got beat in Clicks Dungeon. Um, <laughs> but it got to the point where <laughs> I would just be like, oh, man, I killed a piece. Fuck yeah. I don't even care if I lose now. <laughs> I knocked something out. <laughs> Points for me. Yeah. Well, you never when you're when you're learning a game, no matter what game it is, you never notice how you're improving until you play somebody other than the person that's training you. Yeah, that's because we went down to Atlanta and I played, I played my friend Paul, and I beat Paul's ass real bad, and he's been playing for a <laughs> long time, and I beat Paul's ass real bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> it's like a, um, the greatest flip out I've ever seen. It's at my local venue. Uh, this guy I know Denson. He's a great guy. 
but he, he was, his flu pouts are legendary. That's right. We're name dropping. <laughs> this has got a good sense of humor about it. Anonymous uh, guy A. He was he was playing uh, Jeff, uh, the kid I mentioned in my story last week, and I don't know how the game went down, but I remember being next to them when Denson Rage quit the first time, and and he was like, "Fuck this, fuck." Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Keep in mind, Jeff is like 15. <laughs> and uh, our judge is like, hey, man, calm down. He's like, fuck that, Glenn. I get to be mad about this. This is horseshit. <laughs> what happened? And then, uh, so Jeff gets up to go write his scores down. And Tessa was like, fuck that. Sit back down. We're finishing this game. <laughs> and just like terrified, right? He's so scared. But he sits back down and puts all the pieces back on the map where they were. And Desert rolls an attack roll and crit misses. And just re-quit, re-rage quit all over again. It was, <laughs> rage quit squared. It was squared. so funny, but I didn't want to laugh because I thought he might try to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it. And then uh, my honorable mention, it's not the best flip out, but it was it was a very brief immediate flip out. My good buddy Strawberry Rain. Uh, my <laughs> first ever event at... My local venue back home was month two of No Man's Land. And I can't remember what the point bill was, but I played this Gotham City team. I had, like, Lucius Fox, uh, all types. I had, like, six perplex pieces on the map. And he moves up, and I TK Deadshot from DC 75th up into some hindering. And I, I shot him. And I was like, the way, the way I had my perplexes laid out, it was max three to attack and three to damage. And I was like, take six. And he was like, I've got impervious. And I was like, that's penetrating. And he was like, what? (laughs) I had to show him the card. He was mad as shit, man. It was that, you know how when you beat somebody and they'll walk around telling everybody what to watch out for on your team? Oh, like every rock you ever go to? Yeah, yeah. It was. He was like walking around. He's like, he's got so many perplexes, guys. I don't know what he's going to do. Many much perplexes. Uh, that was the first game I ever played at Comic Book World, and I thought Carson was going to hate me forever. I'm glad we became friends out of it, though. <laughs> so, speaking of Lucius Fox, uh-huh. every year I, I make a couple different goals that I want to try to pull off in Hero Clicks. Okay. And, like, last year was terrible. The two, I didn't get either one of the goals. Uh, my two goals were to have one of my characters next to High Father, mind controlling to heal my own character. And then the second one was to play on the moon map with with rock rules and take Kurth and give him, like, Skern's hammer or something and, like, pick him up and drop him in the hole and then leave them there. Oh, you can't do that now. Howard's like, no. Yeah, exactly. But but those were my two for last year. And, like, this year my goal is I just want to play High Father, Nick Necro, and Lucius Fox. (laughs) (laughs) That way I'll be like, your main guy can't attack, this guy can't attack Nick Necro, and by the way, your first freaking attack of the turn cannot be against Lucius Fox. <laughs> Who'll be in the front. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's just like, ta-da. Oh, but you're going to get so much hate, Dave. I know, but so God, would that not be funny? It would be super funny. Like you run into like KC Flash. He's like, I can't attack. <laughs> and your friend can't attack Nick Necro, and he also can't attack Lucius as the first one, but Lucius is the guy who's adjacent to him. Oh, like man. just lock him down with Lucius Fox. Like, That'd be plasticity. so funny. 
But that's that's one goal this year. I'm gonna run into that rock and it's gonna beat me. It like goes off and wins worlds because nobody can attack it. <laughs> nah, that won't work. You asked Jerry. No. Somebody, somebody will just pulse wave poor Lucius. <laughs> pulse wave is the universal answer to everything. Right? Pretty much. Except everything. Except uh, <laughs> LE's work, man. Except Midnight Suns. <laughs> except Midnight Suns. Except Gluttony. Except Micro. Except... <laughs> the answer to kind of nothing. So Right? I love how it's like, it's supposed to be the ultimate equalizer, but then there's like, except this, and except that, and not this, or that, <laughs> and probably not this either. We're still waiting on a ruling for it. I remember when it was the ultimate equalizer, it ignored everything. Right? But... Uh, uh, yeah. All right, guys, so we got on to our Facebook page and our post on the realms, and we asked you guys, if you could get Heroclix's mini set of any TV show, video game, or movie, what would it be? Uh, so our first answer, we had Jordan Lawson, the Batman animated series. I personally would love that. I'm not, I'm not sure how playable they would be, because those mini sets either do really well or really poorly. But I would do it just to get that Nightwing. Uh, oh, Nightwing. yeah. Yeah. Tim Drake, Whoa. Robin, Tim Drake or the Robin. Batman. Uh, you talking mullet Nightwing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, good old days. Rob Foppy said the tick. Yes. I would play it. <laughs> it would be goofy, <laughs> and it would probably get destroyed by regular clicks, but I would play it. That's like playing like the Hulk set. Like the, the pieces, they were all bricks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all they just beat shit. <laughs> It's oh like, uh, like, uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah. It's like I said last time, I mean, it would be great if you had chair-faced Chippendale, but Not his sculpt has him with his leg up on a chair, and his face is a chair. It'd just be really sweet. <laughs> yeah, that would be super funny. I'd, I'd play it just for the sculpts. The sculpts are sure to be awesome. Oh, yeah, for real, yeah. Uh, we had Emma Lewis said the Flash and Arrow CW shows. Those would be great. Yeah, those those would be pretty pretty fantastic. I well, mean, so it would be our chance to get a lot of characters that you can only get in those, like Emily or Felicity Smoke. I, uh, I want John Diggle, and he would like Diggle? have a trait that like says like you know old black guy wisdom or something. Because <laughs> it always seems like anytime any of the characters are struggling with anything, like he's always got the perfect thing to say. Yeah, like thanks, Diggle. It would just be like a trait called quotes from a wise old black man. <laughs> he's not even that old. I know. Make it sound like he's like 70 and some shit. Like. <laughs> right? He's like 43. That's old in black years, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jason uh. laughed, so we're good. Like right, exactly. It's not racist. It's just funny. <laughs> right, just, uh. Justin Shaw said supernatural. Really? Yeah. Okay, that uh, could be interesting. Yeah, it would be definitely interesting. We could get the um, we could get an Impala. Oh, oh my god, a '67 Impala Heroclix vehicle. Right. That would I be would awesome. I would finally play a vehicle. I would finally play a vehicle. Uh, what would the starter set? It would be like uh, Sam and Dean and Cass and, and Crowley. Bobby. <laughs> oh yeah, Bobby. Can't forget Bobby. Bobby. The problem would have is like a version. Which version of the characters 
would you use? Would you use the ones where they have powers? Because, you know, Sam and Dean sometimes have powers. Yeah, you just combine them all. You get, like, <laughs> you combine them all into one, like, actual set instead of a mini set. Dude, there needs to be a Sam Common and a Soulless Sam from Season 6 Prime. Right? That would and be then, sweet. Uh, and then you can get, like, uh, TK Power <laughs> Sam from Season four, 5, 4, 5. Oh, you know what would be great? A resource that's kind of like the utility belt, but instead they got, like, uh, the Colt. It's the truck. Uh, Shotgun full of salt powder. You make, <laughs> salt. A resource, you make a resource out of the trunk of the Impala. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Uh, I Jason now be like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never watched Supernatural. So. Uh, <laughs> no, man, it's great. Yeah. The, the Just the monster team builder pieces would be great. Like all the random vampires and vampires, werewolf pieces. Werewolves. Yeah. The Mimic. Oh, man. Uh, he was turning into yeah. any other generic. What? That's that was my sister. She said that any character that sleeps with Sam will die in three turns. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh. The most accurate power we've talked about. <laughs> oh man, you could get a cast whenever he becomes God. And oh, give God cast. Like God cast. He would have the deity keyword. Godcast is great. Yep. For the one episode that he was Godcast. It was like two episodes, but he blew up. Yep. Oh man, yeah, that'd be that'd be a really fun thing to play. We got Luke Grace. Uh, Luke wants a "Here Comes Honey Boo Boo" set. I'm not sure how I feel about that. (laughs) Uh, This is probably why we don't take Luke very seriously. Right. This is why we can't have nice things, Luke. (laughs) Exactly. Joe, go to bed and cuddle your power plant. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of power, that's the set he'd probably really make. It's like a Mandarin power plant set. Right. All the super boosters are just more power plant resources. <clears throat> boosters are just five rings. There's no characters. Right. Oh, my God. The chase would be like just a ring with like a sticker of Luke's face on it. Or or it's a fully loaded <laughs> power plant. A fully loaded it's power plant. Gold. It's a gold power plant. Oh, solid, solid gold butt plug for him to cuddle with at night. <laughs> we need to like plate a power plant in gold for him. <laughs> Just give like, it to him, like bam. Oh, uh, that'd be so. Oh, fun. Jason Alvey, that's what you need to do. Just to any tournament, if you want Luke Grace there, just like be like gold plated power plant is the first place prize. That could be the trophy for the, the right? Dominate. Oh, that would. <laughs> he would like bring his A game. I think he would have people like snipe people during matches just to get it. <laughs> like you get up from the table to leave your team, you come back, you're like man attackers just smash like a hammer. <laughs> what happened to Jason Allen? He got. Food poisoning. It's so weird. I think, I think you just inspired me, Dave. I think we're going to have a golden power plant trophy at the Rock. And a oh my power God. plant on May 16th. Be there, Luke. Uh, Mickey Trant said Firefly. I don't know how many of you guys have watched Firefly, but I would adore a Firefly set. Um, I think it would be cool for vehicles. Yeah, I, I haven't... It wouldn't be very playable with regular clicks because they'd probably get destroyed real fast. Kind of like yeah. Halo did. Right, and but, I, I got I got to be honest. Like, um, everybody's been like, "You gotta watch Firefly. You gotta watch Firefly." I've watched like two or three episodes, and I really like it. But like, part of me is like, "Why do I want to get into this show?" Because I'm gonna be like every other person who's like, "Why won't it come back?" Um, you know not really, because I got into <laughs> Firefly like last year, and I watched the whole show and I watched the movie. But now there's like an MMO coming out for mobile devices. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's it's not the same, it's man. It's not the same. I, mean, I got to take the effort to play that. That's true. <laughs> but we're nerds. There's Firefly comics to continue the story. So there's that for you. They fill yep. in all the gaps that the one season didn't get to fill. Right. Uh, we got Will Sobel said the Daredevil, I assume he had the TV show that just came out on Netflix. Uh, anybody who hasn't seen it, it's a phenomenal show. Go watch it. We're not going to drop any we'll spoilers. Watch it for now. Yeah. Watch it right now. Now, we're not going to spoil it for him this time. <laughs> <laughs> Our first no. recording that didn't hash out, we spoiled the shit out of the show for you. So <laughs> you're welcome for no plot drops right here. But go watch right. it. As somebody and, who doesn't like Daredevil as a character, this show is fucking awesome. Oh, and the the best news is what the next year they're going to start doing, or they're going to have the second season next year, probably yeah, late next year. Already but, confirmed season two, which is no, but I mean they've confirmed the release date now, Drew. Did they? Yeah, it's oh. n- next year they will have season two out. Which oh. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be late okay. next year, later middle. It won't be. It won't be as early oh. as this one was. I was like, yeah. Alrighty, and then Eight Ball ninety eight on the realms said Mortal Kombat. Oh yes, yeah, that would be so great. Yeah. Like some pieces, the the powers already exist; they just <coughs> sculpted and put on the map. Hello, Scorpion. Wonder Girl. Your power goes to Scorpion. Exactly. <laughs> Scorpion powers. Uh, Get over here. Give uh, give Sub Zero that Captain Cold incapacitate power. Right? Fantastic. There's still no power for Liu Kang's bicycle kick where you get flurry 20. <laughs> hey, yes, there is. Beast Boy, you just gotta modify it. Oh, oh yeah, there is. Yeah, that, you're right. That Red Skull Beast Boy is like four attacks for free. <laughs> but with no damage depletion modifier. Yeah, no damage depletion. You just take it. Yeah. Right? Because it's the bicycle kick. Yeah, but 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 let's be honest. It was easy just to do a low block and uppercut him in the nuts after. That. <laughs> <laughs> He's just bouncing on your forearm. What do I do? <laughs> Get him off me! <laughs> I mean, it would be yeah, a fun I, set. Go ahead. Most stuff that could be turned into clicks, Mortal Kombat had powers. Like everybody had unique powers, where it would make for interesting pieces. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, they should work something like elaborate death trap that's just called fatality. So, like, if they're on their, I don't know, I guess it would be hard to do because you can't really, you're not supposed to know when a click's on its last click or when a piece is on its last click. But it'd be sweet. There, it would be sweet if they could figure out something like if they're on their last click with like two action tokens, you get like a free attack or something. Yeah, if you're I, just that, I just make that a team ability. Like whenever they KO a character. Like, they clear tokens. Yeah, that would be cool, too. Yeah, that's even better. Yeah, Mortal Kombat would definitely be fun. Hopefully, if it ever happens, it gets a way better representation to Street Fighter, because some of that shit. <laughs> <All right>. Oh, <laughs> Street... It just came out... Street Fighter came out at the wrong time. Yeah, Like, if is. Street Fighter came out now, it'd be great. But during the time, we just weren't there. We <clears> weren't there yet. Although, I do love DJ. My DJ is undefeated. <laughs> like, How many I, times have you played him? I've played DJ a lot. <laughs> It's like, it's like, once, what about it? No, I played, the first time I played DJ was... Like, I, the only Street Fighter movie. piece I own is Cammy. That's just because you're a Cammy fan, it's not even because of her dial. Yeah. <laughs> that's just because she can't, she's like wearing her swimsuit backwards, or she's got two fronts to her swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seriously, though, it's like, did, did they make you a swimsuit with two fronts? Because <laughs> your ass is hanging out a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean a lot of bit. Yeah. <laughs> you ever any girls playing, not playing Cammy? It's really hot. <laughs> I'm not mad at them at all. Who co- who covered you in green stripes? <laughs> Why do you have camo leg paint on? I don't understand. <laughs> right? What does like that you're, do? You're what half naked. Harbor, the camo oh. leg paint is not doing anything right. for you. Like, this is a, an airfield. You're not hiding. <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You might, my DJ has never missed Super Senses roles. He's never, like, I've only been hit like once, I think, with that DJ. Wow. And I straight away, my friend Theron almost rage quit a game because of DJ. <laughs> oh, it was so you funny. You know how old this was. There was no precision strike back then. Yeah. Right? Yeah, precision strike was a dream. Like, if only there was some way I could just not let you roll Super Senses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, I know. Mean, I'll use Web a, of Spider-Man Bullseye. It was a three-man game. It was me and Theron and Jay. And Jay had already killed all his outward pieces, so he couldn't outward my super senses. Right? I, I, uh, just dodging. There needs to be, like, just one format where you have to play something from everything. So you get, like, a Street Fighter guy, a Hobbit dude, a Halo guy, and a Daredevil. That'd be great. Right? Just to watch. I probably would play it because I don't have it. DJ, Legolas, <laughs> Master Chief. <laughs> And Marcus Daredevil. Phoenix from Gears of War. <laughs> right. Catapult Turtle. <laughs> Go, Catapult Turtle. I was like, why is this Catapult Turtle so good? Right? <laughs> I can't help Carol. I call Feral Imp Feral Pimp, but that's just me. That's perfect. I come up with nicknames for, like, every piece, but we can use that. That was that. idol. And then for our last Party audience. Party Pickle! <laughs> He does, dude. He looks like a pickle that's ready to party. Oh, man. All right, so for our last audience interaction with uh, my friend Adrian Combs said to WWE. Oh. That man. would be funny as hell. Because he's told me Undertaker so equals resurrection, man. Right? You just never keep him down. Him and Sting got the same power. Oh, man. Ric Flair better have a trait called woo. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about nah, making a... Ric Flair would be the only figure to attack you on your turn. <laughs> and somehow he gets to attack you. <laughs> oh man, like they would do like a uh, figure four leg lock would be like freaking death trap. Oh, that'd be horrible. All oh, submission moves instead of deadly and instead of death traps, they get submission holds. Oh yeah, that would be fantastic, dude. You know, they the rock be- would be like the chase, and all his powers would be some of his freaking. Uh, more quotable lines. But that, or you get the uh, the duo, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan. Oh my god, dude. I would buy that, that just set yeah. piece. <laughs> what about you, Jason Alvey? Would you get that set? I would totally buy that set. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's just god. like, damn it. Do it, whiskey. Yes. Spend our money. <laughs> right? Oh, it's like, it's terrible because it's like, I won't sit there and like buy full cases of like regular sets, but if they came out with like a Macho Man Hulk Hogan, I want I want like Stone Cold Steve Austin standing on the ring post drinking a beer and flipping people oh off. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just want John Cena because I know he'll be undercosted like fuck. He'll be so powerful. Like, Man, he's only eighty points and he does all of that. So he's gonna be like a super rare prime. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh man, make John Cena the super rare prime of uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. What? They're both like extra Americans yeah, like, looting all the time for no reason. <laughs> he have like nine clicks for 80 points with like just solid oh. combat values. Uh, 
Can you like, imagine? Uh, full of thirteen attack. What's going on, dude? You could almost make just an entire set just out of freaking duo pieces. Oh yeah. You'd have like the Steiner brothers and the Road Warriors. You could make team bases out of like the Nation of Domination and DX. Oh my god, that'd be so perfect, dude! <laughs> like a DX freaking team base. So like, oh my god, I didn't really like it when X Pac was in, so I'm gonna put in this guy. What <laughs> like when Kane was in DX for that one night? Right? Yes, there you go. And I mean, you could cross it over and get like an NWO freaking team base. You got like Hogan, Savage, freaking all kinds of them dudes that don't matter anymore. Uh, (laughs) Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. All the people who don't do nothing no more because they're either dead or dying. (laughs) Or just way too drunk to wrestle. Or, or like a Mick Foley, they could take a power action and become Cactus Jack. Or oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that would be so now. great. I love how all of our experience in wrestling is all attitude, late nineties, early two thousands. Well, that's when wrestling was good. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that was. Bad. It's like we there. Some people will be like, "What about whatever?" And we'll be like, "Who the hell is that?" There's only like a handful of people that are currently wrestling that I would even put in the set. You have to put in John Cena because he's like the current face of the company. Right. Exactly. But most would of you make <laughs> would you make the luchadors tiny sized? Yes. No, no but I make carry. I make all the midgets <laughs> that are currently wrestling tiny sized. Right there, you go. I made Hornswoggle tiny. Oh, I mean, we could talk about this like for right. hours. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave. So if you could get Heroclix to make a set of TV of any TV show, video game, or movie, what would it be? All right, I was originally I was gonna say Doctor Who with, like, regenerative traits, like mm-hmm. the Iron Man ones, except right. you go forward. Right. But I've been watching Gundam 00 lately. I think it'd be, <laughs> I think it'd be really sweet to make a Gundam set. Like a giant robots? Yeah, man. Like, better than, like, freaking Pacific Rim giant robots. But just, like, just, I mean, you got all the pilots. You got all the support characters. You could throw out ships. You could throw out, I mean... You know, the giant Gundams, and there could be all kinds of sweet stuff going on. I mean, I don't know. I just think that would be really cool. Yeah, definitely. That'd be, that'd be a fun well, I, I wouldn't. If I were to do Gundam, <laughs> it would be, like, just one. It would, it would have to be, like, the game where you have access to all of the characters. What's up? Like from all the series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not Not one specific. I mean, I mean, you could mix a little of, like, the original mobile suit and then, like, Double O and Wing. Wing would can't be forget cool. Wing. Wing would be the starter set. You would get like all like five of the pilots. It, what I would do is to force like, people to buy the set. I would just make them all the chases. What all so the I, Wing one? All the Wing yeah, pilots there, there would be the chases. Yeah, yeah, I would make uh, five of them chases. And then super boosters would actually be some of the more prominent ones, like a Wing Zero custom. That Cubalays and shit like that. Dude, Whiskers could just like take my money. Just take my money. <laughs> Here you go, here's, kids. Here's, here's all like, my Here's money. my bank account. Just empty it out and give me what I need. I have three kids. How much do you want for? <laughs> they can eat Gundam clicks. I'll have <laughs> That's right. You eat heavy arms. He sucked until the movie. <laughs> it's true. We all know heavy arms was terrible. Oh, until heavy the movie. arms was garbage until the movie came out and he was blowing holes and everything. Right? Oh. Titty missiles, go! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Jay, what's up with you, man? 
Well, as an all-time Power Ranger fan, I, I would make a Power Ranger set. That is hands was, down like the most popular answer we got. We got. Yeah, I mean, because it would be great. I just want to make. I, I I just want to make the pieces that I know would be good that people would like. I make a White Ranger and a Green Ranger Prime for Super Rare. Yeah. And then I make puckies. And uh, that that reader that you were talking about, Dave, was actually pretty cool. I didn't even think of that, but that that was really cool. Yeah, where you uh. Make my monster grow would be your trait, and you like give her like a power action or a double power action, and choose a friendly character, and you turn them to colossal size for the rest of the match. Yeah, that would be great and super thematic. <laughs> oh man, have people who troll like me, I just be doing that shit to putties until I like ran her out of action. Right. No, I mean they would obviously have to have like limitations. Like you can't like sit there and be like, hey, uh, absorbing man in Titania, they're. Uh... <laughs> Iron Man War Machine are uh, colossal yeah. now. You just all you gotta do is restrict <laughs> it. You just restrict it so that it's somebody with a that shares a keyword with her. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to do that because, man, how fun would it be to like turn like a uh, Gimli from Lord of the Rings into a colossal <laughs> piece? <laughs> well, how about Turtle? We could turn him into a colossal. Yeah. No. No. Turtle. You know what? You need to turn Turtle. I went over a, everybody. A greasy spot on the side of the road is what you need to turn Turtle into. That's happened a lot. Right? Now, I, I wanted wanna... to make like Green Ranger because it was cool. Like, you you, have, you play him at two settings. You play him at the low setting, like 100 points. And he would just be like your regular character. Like, he'd be like a little bit better than everybody else, but he's just your regular character. But then you pay, if you pay 125 points, you start him off the map. And he has like a countdown. It's called Go Green Ranger Go. He has a countdown. When he gets to... <laughs> When he gets to one, he comes into the game with plus one to all his stats and probability control. Oh, because he's never there at the beginning of the fight. I've been watching a lot right? of season one, and that's pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes in, and the bad guys can't do shit no more. Can you yeah, imagine like, the uh, Alpha Five support piece? He just never yeah. leaves the starting area. Just like he's like seventy-five points, and is like got a freaking power called I I I I I, and like. <laughs> You know, he's I just got like alpha. Use alpha to perplex anywhere on the map. But he has that's to what I was gonna say. But he could do three rangers at a time. But you could you could re- reuse the really intelligence good. sculpt to do Zordak. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would be fantastic, man. Be great. The only question just, is when the white tiger zord comes out. Does it have like a little white ranger sitting on the head? Yes, it has to. <laughs> I mean, that would be fantastic. <laughs> That'd be great. I want a Megazord that shoots real lightning out of this Megazord. <laughs> real lightning. I'm at least so, making it posable like we were talking about earlier. And you know what would be great is if the real lightning mechanic became, like, popular, so all your Shazams and Thors had real lightning. Yeah. Dave's out here trying to let you people and burn houses down. And then we could be like, I remember when the first real lightning piece came out. Go, go, Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that would be so funny. All right, Jason Alvey, what's up with you, man? Uh, I think I was going to go with Superman versus Batman so I can have Jason Momoa Aquaman clicks. Because oh. how badass would that be? I just think of Jason Momoa set. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> Cal Drago, Aquaman. <laughs> like the problem with your, with your Cal Drago click is if he gets poisoned, it's a wrap. He just, <laughs> one time, <laughs> one place. <laughs> takes three damage from poison instead of one. <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. Oh, that's so horrible. That is 
In bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, says Dave. Too soon. It's too soon. It's only been four years. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, if, if I was going to make a set, I would definitely go with Final Fantasy. You have so many opportunities to make so much stuff. Like, they're about to drop 15 right now. Man, I'd make a Yuffie that just steals relics. That's what I'd do. <laughs> yeah, I'd do that same thing oh, with Sidon. All them three characters would have that same thing. And Locke from Final Fantasy VI. So him, Yuffie, and Zidane would all steal relics off of characters. Yeah, you just change the name of the trait. Like, Zidane's is uh, Bestie for Tantalus. Yeah, right? I mean, that would be... Yeah, it'd be it'd great. Be... It'd be so funny. Yeah, then, I mean... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, Sephiroth, all characters within three are adjacent. He's got, like, seven damage with... Because <laughs> he's, like, stupid OP for no reason. Well, the thing about the freaking... If you made a Final Fantasy Hero Click set is the sculpts would be fantastic. Yeah, dude. they would have to be. Oh, oh Sephiroth's got shape change because you never know if it's him or another clone. <laughs> the problem is, though, like, the sculpts, most of the figures wouldn't even fit in a box because their weapons <laughs> are so huge. <laughs> <laughs> like you true. open a pack and they're all being little baggies like so wrong <laughs> <laughs> so like uh also in bad taste if you had Aerith like, oh. if, she, if she got hit with precision strike would she just be instantly KO'd oh. <laughs> yep <laughs> oh. oh man uh, I just give her a trait like my character's name Sephiroth get plus two to attack <laughs> oh that's so gross dude like a cloud strife would be amazing though yeah it would just because you you could make a lot of his powers reflect his limit breaks, and, and I mean that's true with a lot of the the characters from the whole series. Yeah, but Cloud's Cloud's limit breaks are arguably more legendary than everybody else's because Seven was the one that brought Final Fantasy to the mainstream in America. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, well, for for like the yeah, it made a little. I mean, there were already RPG nerds, but any RPG nerd, it's like no, Seven didn't make Final Fantasy more mainstream than any other Final Fantasy. They're an idiot. Yeah. Seven it's like, stop being a hipster, you suck ass. Yeah, Seven is hands down far and away the highest selling game in the franchise. So if you put Omni Slash on Cloud's last click, you get to deal out 17 clicks by the end of the turn. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> right, and then, um, I mean, there's just so many different things you can do. Like, we talked about um, a Barret. They could have, like, close and range combat expert because, um, like, he's got he scissors. varies with his weapons. Yeah, he's got those one, that one attachment's like a pair of scissors. Yeah, but I want flat top Barrett back. I don't want movie cornrows. Oh, Barrett. cornrows Barrett's no good. I don't want cornrows Barrett. He just it's there's no place in my heart for him. Ninety two anymore. <laughs> he had to, it's as a black man, you can only rock a hairstyle like that in the time period that he was there. It just doesn't work. <laughs> we need we need Jerry Curl Barrett. Afro Barrett. As long as it plays a Lionel Richie song in the background, I can do it. <laughs> With the Jerry Curl. <laughs> but I mean, just there's so many different things you could do with a file. And I mean, like I've said before, Square Enix loves making money, and WizKids loves making money. Yeah, you know, I think WizKids is the only company that loves making money more than Square Enix, so they really need to get <clears throat> together. I got a, I got, I got one more idea. Okay. Metal Gear Solid. I'm not a fan of the franchise personally, but I can oh. see why that would go ultra popular. I, I think the clicks like they come out of that set would be fantastic. Now you have to bear in mind, Metal Gear Solid is going to have a lot of stealth, and that shit is a useless ass power. Hey, hey now, hey now, it'll be <laughs> way better than the Assassin's Creed set. Everything's way better than. Well, no, I take that back. 
It'll be way better than Iron Man. <clears throat> I, I would. Stealth, they would have that that power, the, like the hand in the um, League of Assassins. They'd have that instead oh, of stealth. Oh yeah. That's the wall that can't be targeted. <clears throat> or hindering yeah. terrain, right? No, it's a wall. No, just just walls. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just walls. I, I never. Because you spend seen... most of your time based up on walls in those games. And, and I never freaking see like. Most people, I don't even know what the hand ATA does most of the time because I fight up close. I don't shoot just people Sean anyway. To tell you all about it. I know it, but I mean, like most most of the time, I I like to get up in people's business in, in a clicks game. I don't yeah, like to true. sit there and pop them from twelve range out. That's why your question carries hammers. That's right. Many much hammers. Much hammer is such power. <laughs> right. Hammer bombs. <laughs> right? <Indeed. laughs> oh, man, you'd be great. What are you doing down in that crater, bra? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hammer <laughs> Hey. So, the, the, what was the reasoning behind the um the the ban on all those maps? Like like the moon map? What was the reasoning behind that? Uh, because Again? there's no... The rock ignores the orange ruling. And yep. the orange ruling as well as people ignore elevated. So there's no way to get down into the elevated. So if a flyer, like, if you get out into the hole, your character can't get out. And, like, um, so, the space map from War Light, like, if I played Shaman and you didn't ignore all that stuff, like, oh, free extra beginning of the game, nobody can use flight. Oh, look, you're stuck in your starting area. I'm going to yeah. shoot you like fish in a barrel. But, but Nationals and Worlds don't ignore uh, orange rules, do they? They didn't. No, they, no, they do not. They they only do when it's convenient for them and whenever I play something to exploit them. Because I remember a couple years <laughs> ago job, when I played well not a couple years ago when I played last year um, in Nationals that they, they were using the orange rules because there's that one map that you can uh, drop them off into space and they take it unavoidable and go back to the starting area. Yeah, um, I think Mario Awkward. tried to play me on that Teen Titans map with lava and a rock. And he's like, and you take a damage from being lava. I'm like, dude, um, this is this is a rock. The orange don't count. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was like the answer to Absorbing Man that tournament at dropping him off in that space with Brother Voodoo, mind control, make him walk <laughs> out there, and then he takes off portable, goes back right? to start. Yeah, but yeah, no, the I, I feel like the those, map the map those was rocks universal. Well, I feel like the, the the map rules should be you know universal, so that we don't have that type of confusion where exactly. people don't know. That you can or can't use the orange rules. I'm well, I mean, play the game as it's written, type of people. So I agree with that. I don't know. I mean, I kind I kind of like it in the rock, so you don't just sit there and try to exploit all the orange rules on the map. Like, can you imagine if they come out with something more like the Lazarus Pit again for all those unkillable teams? It's like, oh, I'm just gonna yeah. heal up in this Lazarus Pit. Ha, <laughs> suck it. And then that might happen too. <clears throat> oh man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, like, I, yeah. I'm not. Other than the Pacific Ocean, which is probably going to retire this summer. It will. Yeah. Which completely screws over your object placement. I mean, I didn't really have a problem with most of the maps. Because I always make sure that I'm going to have somebody with flight or improved movement or some kind of way not to get screwed by terrain. Right. Well, they did They did errata the Pacific Ocean map but so you can place objects anywhere. Right. Yeah, like the battery. and. Oh, wait. Yeah. So you can place objects anywhere? Yeah, you can now. They ratted it just recently. Oh, okay. Well, oh, fantastic. Same, same thing for the Atlantis map that just came out in Trinity War. I mean, it be, it became super popular because of the Iron Pharaoh barrier tech, right? So, like, people would have yeah. those 
19 point GCPD bikes and be like, oh, I'm double burying. <laughs> yeah, Jason Allen. What do you know about that? I know a lot. I know I, I placed eighth that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know I don't like that damn Pacific Ocean map with that team. Oh, that's, man. That's when you just park bikes in front of him. Like, don't shoot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. It just, I, I played Patrick twice that tournament. He was the only person who beat me. Yeah. Yeah, so. That's a story of life when it comes to Mr. Yabyoko. <laughs> what did you say? Yabayoko. He's a good player. Yabayoko. <laughs> I mean, I'm he's sure really he's good. a good player. He he leaves like it's like a trail of bodies. Like in his weight, so. not, I just people, people like to talk shit. Like if they don't know, like if you if you're just reading, like if you don't play and you like what and you just look at the results, they be like, man, I can beat that dude. He ain't shit. But like it's different when you get there and you're playing him. You're like, man, this is not as easy as you might have thought it was. <laughs> right? It's I like mean, the paper tree yeah. lied. I, I've seen a lot of good players lose to him, and I've also watched a lot of people lose to him, where I'm like, I, I watch him make all kinds of play mistakes. I'm like, dude, you you handed it to him. But I, like I said, I've also seen him beat a lot of really good players. So, I mean, it, it's it's very subjective. I mean, you can't look at, like, and I, I gotta be honest, I like, whenever, I think, whenever Patrick won with, like, a Cyclops Telus team, I was like, well, how come nobody, like, got up on him? And well, here's like, the thing. I was going to ask you guys. I was going to ask you guys about how you felt about when you build teams, because you look at these results and you can't. Sometimes you just don't understand, like things like why didn't he put Prob on his team? You know, how come you didn't fit Prob there, or how come you didn't do a certain thing? Not nothing major, just something to like better your chances in the long run. You know, that could yeah, potentially I mean, sway the outcome of certain matchups like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody's a little guilty of of looking at results and being like, well, you know, why didn't he do this and why didn't he do that? And it's like, I think a lot of it is it's got to go with the player's play style. Mm-hmm. Like the the team that me and Jason are discussing right now that I'm thinking about running, you know, he's like, man, you really want to have a prob. And, and, I, and where I can I see what he, where he's coming from, I also feel like with like a 13 attack, 5 damage exploit weakness, I'm not really going to have many chances to miss. <laughs> You know what That's I mean? True. That's like when At we were least... on the phone the other day, and we were trying to figure out why Gluttony and Nick Nicker was working, and we had to, like, talk it out and figure out how they worked together. Right, because I hadn't taken a lot of time to look at the piece. Like, I like Gluttony. He's he's really interesting. But whenever I see him, I see point denial. And I really think that, you know, if if it weren't for the entities, he would have really no offensive power. And I mean, people are playing him with the book, so he can actually hit. Yeah. Because because whenever you got these twenty defense teams out there and twenty plus, you know his his ten ain't gonna cut it unless you're just rolling like crazy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, like tens are higher to hit. Ha <laughs> ha. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Screw that, man. That's why I don't play defense it's like anymore. One of the, in like the, the current state of the meta, you have to almost make sure that you have. You should be able to hit a twenty. You'd be like, "Well, I'm making this team. I need to be able to hit yeah. a 20. Like, can I right. hit this Patellas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can't That's hit a twenty, and if you can't hit a twenty, start over. You need to find a way to neutralize Despotellas. Yeah. <laughs> Despotar is not going anywhere. Wait. Well, well, I mean, just remember, Despotellas can be perplexed down. He just can't be perplexed up. Right. And for a long time, I mean, I was just like, "Oh, okay, he can't be modified," and I was like. Wait a minute. I mean, I sat there and played the dude and thought he couldn't be modified because nobody ever does it. 
But I mean, well, I mean, he, it's all about positioning too, you know. And nobody's gonna just leave him out there for him to get his fucking face blasted off. And <laughs> they're gonna put him behind two figures, and now you gotta hit through through him, you know, somehow. Right. Green that's Arrow you, can do it. That's why you need a Rita Repulsa. Make your people colossal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grow, brother Voodoo. Fuck you, this is and poison your team. Few, few get as much like just casual hate as Despotellus. Like I have outright hatred for Turtle, but like I have a casual hate of Despotellus. Like it's like a, a <laughs> passive hatred. Like I hate. It's like just ah, oh, look at that little but, asshole. <laughs> I hate. I don't hate Despotellus because of Despotellus. I hate Despotellus because of players. Right, I hate that he's there. I hate Brother Voodoo team. because of fucking Brother Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you hate him so bad. That fucking piece of shit, dude. I'm gonna smash him with a hammer. I swear to God. You should just tell the audience what we're gonna do for freaking Spider-Man Retirement when it comes up. Spider-Man Retirement when it retires out, I'm gonna take a Brother Voodoo and I'm gonna put it on my deck and I'm going to smash it with a sledgehammer until <laughs> my rage has subsided. I'm seriously thinking about cool. sending you my brother Voodoo whenever it happens. Because, oh, I mean, man. listen, this, this brother Voodoo, he won a rock, and he's been on several top eight teams, and I just I want him to go out to pasture. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the way to do it, because I'm going to record it for the show. Because, so. honestly, at my local venue, like, people hate brother Voodoo, and it's like, if I sit there and, like, play a Golden Age game after he retires, I'm like, really? Brother Voodoo? Out of everything Golden Age, you bring this asshole out? <laughs> well, the reason why everybody hates Brother Voodoo is, like, when Amazing Spider-Man came out, everybody played Brother Voodoo every week for, like, months. That's not why I hate Brother Voodoo. I hate Brother Voodoo because he's 79 fucking points. That's why I hate Brother Voodoo. <laughs> he's the most undercosted fucking piece in the game aside from your utility belt. Well, I mean, I, I love my 13-attack mind-controlled gigantic size Brother Voodoo. He <laughs> was awesome. Fucking asshole. Man... Oh, I hate in, that piece so much. In Evansville, I was playing a guy. He was playing High Father Emerald Empress. I, I ended up losing this match, but I still made top sixteen because I always do. And uh, <laughs> but like, it was funny because on turn two, like I freaking, I'm sorry, yeah, it was like turn two. What I did was I, I moved Phantom Girl out and I went ahead and got her a hammer. And then I freaking so we're playing on um, it's like that one map with like the river. And both starting areas are right across from each other, but they're on elevated terrain. So what I did was, like, the second turn, I moved Brother Voodoo out and then freaking dropped Grey Thoughts on him and mind-controlled his High Father to come off of the elevation and out into the middle of the map. And then I freaking uh, faced through him with Phantom Girl and, like, broke the pact on, you know, turn two. And, like, it's just funny because putting a hammer on him, like, made people cuss out loud. <laughs> I I promise you, Dave. Put him on the map, and I'll cuss hell out. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it, you piece of crap! <laughs> I, you'll put him on the map. You're a piece of shit, Dave. Piece well, you know shit. what, Drew? You know who really kills Brother Voodoo, right? Turtle. Turtle. Turtle kills everything. <laughs> Freaking turtle. <laughs> but you know what really kills? Fucking Jay will tell you this fucking turtle brother Voodoo combo. Oh yeah. Fucking bag yeah that, I played that bad <laughs> rock. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I'm gonna mind control you. You're gonna move five squares this way. Take two tokens. Yeah, Jason Plus. Allen, the only guy who brings an indigo battery to a tactics event or no tactics event. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have an indigo battery in disguise. 
right? Like, he told me the team, I'm like, what the shit does that do? <laughs> right. Like, uh, Sarah Rainmaker doesn't want you to shoot her friends. Yeah, he's like, just look at Sarah Rainmaker's click three. And I'm like, oh, you were a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that made a lot of people really frustrated. Did, hey, you Jason, did, you um, my losses came from uh, double tachyon. And um, I lost to double tachyon. I lost to Bowl. <clears throat> Winner of that tournament. Okay, so the guy who won with his awesome close combat swarm team that didn't care about Sarah Rainmaker and her click three of awesome, and the the team that pulse waves everybody anyway. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I and I could have won that game, but I you know I don't run. I don't I don't just bitch it up and leave. So right. Ugh. You should have seen the hate he was getting at the, at our local venue. That Sarah Rainmaker is not got a lot of fans. I think she'd be fantastic with a power plant. <laughs> yes. Yes, Luke. Yeah. Everybody's fantastic with a power plant. <laughs> no, not everybody. <laughs> you know who's surprisingly fantastic with a power plant is Question. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave pimping out Question? I never thought I'd live to see the day. <laughs> oh, I'm playing Question every rock that I can. <laughs> I'm going to play them in retirement. Then when they make a new one, I'm playing that one in retirement. Well, they've already got one, man. I'll just replace them with the one from The Flash. Yeah, no. But he doesn't lock down the perplex. Yeah. I've played that piece so mad that I almost tell people they can't perplex in games when I'm not playing him. (laughs) I'm like, wait, whoa, perplex. Oh, wait, that's right. Okay, go ahead and perplex. And then I get mad. I'm like, freaking perplex. How dare you you perplex someone? The audacity. Right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's my power. <laughs> exactly. Twice per turn. Different target. You get none. Oh man. <sighs> what does it what does it feel like, Dave, when you have to play against the question? Um, it's only happened one time and the guy that I was playing was nowhere near as effective with the question. So <laughs> I mean, did it hurt your soul a little bit to KO him? No, because I felt like that his question was an imposter. I was like, was that like, guy's uh, not the question. The copycat question? My guy's the question. Your guy's not even a half-assed Rorschach. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know how you feel about the question, Dave? If the green battery never came out, that's how I'll feel about Emerald Empress. But I just can't use her with green battery running around. Yeah, she got too many free actions. She does have many much free actions, but she's good. I mean, she's she still is good. good. I love that piece. Much free actions, such wow. <laughs> right? My buddy was looking for the movie Dodgeball the other day, and he freaking accidentally typed in Dogeball. <laughs> I was like, dude, I would totally watch that. Such dodge, much ball. Such wow. <laughs> oh, man, that would be great. Yep. I had to play it for Brandon. <laughs> All right, guys. Retirement's going to be coming up here in a few months, and we know for sure, almost for positive that Batman is out. He's second in line. Uh, so no. we're gonna look at Batman Streets of Gotham and No Man's Land. Uh, Dave, what was your favorite piece from those three sets? Uh, a couple of them were Insider and 53 Alpha, super rare Batman, the one that could attach flock of bats. And um, I used to run a poison team with them back when you could prep time. So I'd put, like, the bat belt on the insider. So he has the free phasing. So he would 
you know, I would attach two bats to the Batman, and then um, he could borrow the powers of the bats that are on him. So I'd give him poison bat, and I'd go plus two poison on the insider and phase out like nine squares up to somebody, out with them, pop off one of the bats off Batman as a free action, poison him, and then poison him, and then poison them again. And I had another outwit as backup off Batman if I need it. So it's like, there's three clicks of poison before I've even, you know, taken anything non-free. Before you start rolling dice? Before I even start rolling dice. So I'm just running around going, oh, okay, here's poison for you, and poison for you, and you get a poison. And then, like, just the the bigger the format got, you know, you would be like, okay, well, I'm going to add an Ant-Man on here, so... Or I'm going to throw another Insider and a Brother Voodoo, so I'm going to phase, you know... <laughs> Seven squares up oh, with, like, all these dudes. <laughs> pop off a bat, pop smoke cloud under you, Ant-Man will do two poison, Brother Voodoo will poison you, Insider will poison you, Batman will poison you, and the bat will poison you. You did. Yeah. Uh, you, that's, you, you did. <laughs> that's so funny. He did. <laughs> but, yeah, I really like them pieces. Those, uh, those were fun to play with, and, like, every time I freaking played them at our local venue, I was just like, everybody was just like, you're... You're an asshole. But <laughs> you know the part that made it even worse, Drew, is whenever it was a large point format, and you could throw the Caped Crusader in there. So then oh after after you poison the crap out of them, you go, oh, okay, Caped Crusader's going to take a free action and switch places with one of those bats. And I'm going <laughs> to punch you for three exploit weakness. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but I, I enjoyed the Batman set, so. Oh, man. All right, Jay, what was your favorite piece from Batman? Well, I had a week to think about this also. <laughs> um, my favorite pieces out of those those three sets were the, the two energy explosion pieces that were really good because they changed energy explosion around that time, which would be Streets of Gotham, Deathstroke, the, the team pack, right. and uh, the team pack Starfire from Streets of Gotham for the, uh, the, out, the Red Hood and the Outlaws. They both are really good pieces for their cost. But, the, but what I'm going to miss the most is the utility belt. Because, I mean, it's it's good. It gives you an alternative to all these resources that are out now. It's, it's completely different. Well, yeah, and it's about a quarter of the cost. Yeah. I mean, and uh, I'm not using it. I'm not like, oh, yeah, well, we get plus twos and all that other stuff. It's, I went out of the way to collect those con LE pieces to go on there. And I actually used the stuff that go on the utility belt. Like, like I just found that new tech where I'm like everybody wants to play that um Atomica Pod that just gives me some free prob some more free prob and then I, I got um I use smoke pellets those good you know to, to slow down people give them some free damage while they're trying to come in you know first aid kits first aid kits saved me when I played uh Jake Williams at National you know healed all the way back up to full end up pulling that match out you know just all around good resource. I mean, it, it's really good, and, and now that I think about it, before it retires, I mean, it would be a really good answer to, like, gluttony, wouldn't it? All these gluttony. Um, hey, you, hey, you can't use yeah, abilities. Yeah, a little bit. You can hey, turn you know, his team abilities off. Yes, yeah, so it would be, hey, you are no longer quintessent, and you are no longer mystic, so it does not hurt me nearly as much to pound your face in. So you can turn that off. You can hit him with some batarangs to push him out. You can uh, put some smoke pellets you, down there. You're going to throw Luke Grace at him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's not throwing 96 of them, like, at least. So like, like, if, like, what I do is, honestly, 
depending on the figure, you could take you can use two radar monitors, take both of his team abilities away first. You know, it's it's a lot of different things you can do. You know, you want to play the water map. Somebody wants to play the water map. Isn't it if you uh, have five that you can just turn them off? You just be like, hey, I see you. You were within ten, and you don't have team abilities this turn. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, you're saying like copy them or? Yeah, you can take them with the um, radar monitor. Okay, I thought you t- I thought you meant take them as in like turn them off. I mean, like you need quintessence radar monitor. You know, you need mystic radar <laughs> monitor. You um you get put on that one Wondergore Mountains map. You got uh, grappling. All right, you, you just gotta make me one promise. If you ever do that, the gluttony and take both his team abilities, I j- you just have to say two can play that game, fat bitch. <laughs> 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 I always like call Gluttony like fatty or fatso or fat ass or something like that instead of Gluttony. So I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it does. Yeah. That's what people say to me, so I don't I don't feel that bad about it. <laughs> Looks like a fat little T Rex. Because really... <laughs> like now, once the utility belt's gone, your your options are very slim. It's just like basically what battery you want to use. Yeah, I mean. Is pretty much the death of the one person resource, isn't it? More I mean, or less. I, I don't think the rock yeah. really counts as like just a one person resource because you can kind of share. I haven't looked at the rock. So I'm not sure. <laughs> be honest with you. Somebody top eighty with it at um at a, at a rock with it, so I don't I don't know. At nationals, at nationals. At nationals. At nationals. At nationals. Yeah, it was nationals. top eight. The rock of eternity was. Yes. Not the box? Okay, I thought somebody said it was the box. No, I've heard people say it was the box. I've heard people say all types of stuff. It was it was the rock. They need to get around to posting that, like, officially. Yeah, they do. Uh, Jason Albee, what are your Batman pieces you're going to miss? Uh, I think uh, from Batman, I, I love uh, Black Lightning. You know, 87 points. He's got end cap. He's got Psycho Black, Energy Explosion, Sharpshooter. Willpower. I mean, he's just a nice little package for 87 points. Played the heck out of that guy. Um, and Calendar Man from Streets of Gotham. <laughs> Love Calendar Man. We, we play on Thursday nights, and Calendar Man was awful, always awesome on Thursdays. <laughs> we play on Saturdays, so he sucks all the time. Weekend Warriors yeah. was awesome Thursdays. That was so always out. my beef with him. Is Rocks are on Saturdays, and Calendar Man blows on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, he's no good on Saturday, but I can see why he got playability on Thursday. He can get out with, he can out with the same power on everybody you can see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> awesome. They probably hate him. No Indom for you, or you, or you, or that guy over there. Or anybody. <laughs> no one ignores pushing damage today. <laughs> what? Are you, are you an orange battery now? Right. <laughs> like, no, I didn't take it. You just can't use it. Right. For me personally, uh, I love the armored Batman. Uh, Batman from Streets of Gotham with the armor keyword, uh, charge, flight, and super strength on his top foot. Uh, he was on my very first rock team at the very first rock that ever happened up in Columbus. And uh, I just, I love him. I still play him to this day. He's, he's a little bee stick. He's got leadership and friendly perplex on his trait. It's nothing to not love. Uh, and then, my second piece that I like a lot is Luscious Lucius. Lucius Fox is so annoying <laughs> for opposing players. And I just yes, he is. perplex up everybody's defense but his and put him out front. <clears throat> and watch everybody freak out. 
I love Lucius. He's he's great for his point cost too. He's low points, perplexed, you can't attack him. Not right away we, anyway. We we should change your state's team, Drew, to uh to Lucius, Nick and and High Father. <laughs> and and just just kinda camp out and like keep supporting Nick with High Father. <laughs> then he actually becomes like a decent attacker. Yeah, you give him plus two to all stats, he can finally hit something. Right? <laughs> It's gonna no, be funny I, watching people be like, "Who's your attacker?" Like, yeah, don't worry about it. You'll see. I don't have one, but neither do you. I <laughs> get <laughs> uh, uh, some map where I can put Lucius in the way. You like, you have to get through Lucius to get to me, and you can't because <laughs> you can't attack. Uh, I, I'm glad we all agreed to make the the double states trip. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun. Yes. Good yeah. weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Look out, Tennessee. Yep. <laughs> Dave can't win Kentucky, so he's coming for blood. Exactly, and I'm bringing the question with me. <laughs> Are you going to bring both of them and be like, i got two questions for you? Man, I played two questions in Iraq already. Like, everybody's been like, you playing both of them? Like, I already played both of them. It was just funny when he said that, that like, third game or something, you're like, i got two questions for you. See you right here. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, I'm yeah, glad I knew that funny. guy, because otherwise he would have thought I was an idiot. <laughs> Why does this guy keep talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Appreciate everybody being here. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate special guest Jason Alpine. Everybody everybody be sure to go check out Big Bang Rock on May 16th. Uh, Tune into the next episode. We're going to talk about the livelihood of the game, uh, powers that we hate, updates we think the game needs. If you want to participate in our audience interaction question this week's, be who do you guys want to see clicked in Avengers Assemble. What pieces are you looking forward to hopefully seeing from that set? So again, thank you guys. Uh, we want to throw out a special shout out to clicksland.wordpress.com. It's a Heroclix blog. We cover all things Heroclix and they put us up there get the word around about the show. So we definitely want to thank them. Uh, you guys check us out on iTunes. Check us out on SoundCloud. We'll be up on YouTube. We're going to be everywhere. I'm getting this out everywhere. So tune in next week and we'll see you later.